0: Welcome to Be Who You Really Are. I'm Tegan and I'm obsessed with showing you how to live life your own way. I do this not by telling you what to do, but by guiding you to reconnect to your intuition. I utilize the human design system in my human design hack segment at the end of each episode so you will learn how each of the topics I explore applies to your unique energetic blueprint. The advice you receive will be catered to who you really are, not who you think you should be. The days of trusting external authorities to make our decisions for us are coming to an end. There's no better time than right now to reconnect to the real you, the version of you that's excited for your future, the version of you that makes your own choices and in doing so gets to consciously create the life of their dreams. This is my wish for you and this is what my podcast is all about, showing you how to trust yourself completely as you create the relationships, the opportunities and the lifestyles you've always dreamed of. In these episodes, we will explore each topic from three angles, from an individual level, a relationship level, and a human design level. Save this podcast in your favorites because it's about to change your life. Well, you're about to change your life. Now, let's get into today's episode. Why, hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about some really important shit. I'm going to be running you through the process of the honeymoon phase in a relationship, why it ends, and why this also doesn't have to happen for you. See, what we do is we associate our experience and what we're going through in the beginning of a relationship, as the relationship develops, and you know whether it be the end of a relationship or whatever, we, we associate the whole experience with the external, with what's happening outside of us. And I want to bring to light to you in this episode the internal process is actually the source, like it's actually the meaning creator around the external experience you're having. And if you can understand that you aren't separate from this internal process, like you aren't like, this is something that you are. It's not something that you don't have control over. It can feel like that, especially if you're not aware about why you do what you do and what your internal processes are actually like. But the aim of this episode is to really bring you back and reconnect you to the internal processes that are going on so you can bring awareness to those internal processes and therefore, with that awareness, decide what you want to do with it. You can decide how you want that internal process to run and that will be your decision because you get to do it your way. But ultimately, the honeymoon phase is what everybody tends to talk about as just this like early beginning of a relationship and eventually it'll run out, you know, oh, the, the honeymoon phase always ends or whatever and then real life kicks in and all this bullshit. And what I'm going to tell you and guide you through is the very fact that this in, this honeymoon phase is simply a perception. It is simply a process where we're creating the meaning around our experience and We're meaning creating machines and as much as we think that we can just stay stagnant or stay in kind of one state of mind, that's not how it works. Like we're kind of having this, we're having this experience in this universe that's like a pulse of a wave. There is no staying still. So the reason I'm trying to share that with you and get you this little idea of like the fact that the whole universe is just a wave and that our experience is a wave is Just to say to you, like, it's not possible for you to go, I'm just going to hold on to this and stay here. You're always going to be flowing through a process of creating meaning, um, creating new meaning all of the time. So imagine the power you'd have if you were aware of what was actually going on inside. Okay, that's what I want to be breaking down with you in this episode. And this is going to be so helpful. If you don't want the honeymoon phase to run out, like the honeymoon phase is not a phase that has to run out. It's a state of mind. It's a perception. It is a process that you can actually program within yourself and choose to have your honeymoon phase being your whole fucking life. It doesn't have to just be the first few months of a relationship, the start of a new job, this, that, this. The honeymoon phase can extend into your whole life. You can have a honeymoon life and... That that doesn't mean okay. This is the thing. Oh God, I just hit my elbow on the desk. Sorry about that. Oh God, saying sorry to myself. Um. Okay. What was I saying? Um. When I say that you can have a honeymoon fa- a honeymoon life, I'm not saying that your life is going to just feel good all the time. This is a, a just a common misconception. I want to kick out the door right now because the whole point of life is to experience the whole range of emotions and we just have. I'm going to do a whole other episode on this and I'm going to continue to harp on about these ideas and all of my content because this is the foundation of how I think and how I perceive. And I want to share that with you because the value that that's like, that me like deciding to see life in the way that I do allows me to enjoy it more, allows me to be immersed in the moments of it more. Instead of questioning whether I should be somewhere, why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, trying to get out of a place that I think I'm in, I really, in this point where I allow myself to be in whatever process that I'm in and really ride that wave. And many of us just repress. We repress certain emotions. We repress certain states because we have been taught that that is wrong and that is not how you live a happy moon, happy moon, a honeymoon life. A honeymoon life is flow. It's embracing the whole spectrum of emotions. So I just wanted to snap that in the bud right now. When I'm saying you're going to live a honeymoon life, I'm not saying you'll never be sad. I'm not saying you'll never be angry. I'm not saying you'll never have these certain emotions that we have deemed as, in, as emotions that we shouldn't be having. You will be able to ride the waves of all of those emotions and let the messages come through because your emotions are guides. Anyway, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent. You'll know me. If you listen to my episodes, you'll know that I just have one intention with what I'm talking about. And then I end up just going down one rabbit hole after the other. So I'm going to try and keep it on point here today with talking about how this happens. Okay. So I'm literally going to run you through. Let's just start like you've met somebody. And by the way, By the way, this doesn't have to apply to just an intimate relationship with a boyfriend, a girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance, all that shit. This can apply to relationships with family members, with friends, with anything, with any relationship, okay? So you can apply this to whatever you would like to apply it to and it will do the same. It will be the same for all of it. So in the beginning phases of a new relationship, What we're generally doing, okay, so generally when something new is coming into our life, especially another person, there's this aspect of excitement about the unknown. You know, we've met this person and we're thinking, what are they going to bring into our life, you know? Um, And what we tend to do when we're meeting people that we're finding we're connecting with in some way Is we really focus on the points. Like, there's something that we are feeling connected to them about. Like, perhaps they have a similar opinion on something we're very passionate about. Um, Perhaps, you you know, they're just really great to have a conversation with. It just feels so beautiful and organic and natural. Um, Perhaps they're really spontaneous and fun, and you kind of have been feeling a little like stagnant in your own life, and suddenly you're in the energy of this person who's just always freshening up the pace and it feels really refreshing and great so what I'm getting at is any connection that forms with another person there's generally a reason why you feel that connection and it's generally to do with the fact that you're perceiving a lack of something in your own life like the reason you're like holy shit this conversation I'm having it just feels so great juicy organic and flowy is because that's not what you consider to be a normal for you. So in your everyday life, perhaps you're like feeling a little bored in your conversation or you're feeling like there's nothing deep or important to talk about with other people and you're feeling a little meh. So then when you have this connection, you're having it because you're like, holy crap, this is something that I haven't experienced in a while. You know, I'm feeling so free in this conversation or I'm feeling so fun around this person. So there's there's something that tends to be brought out of you that you think is coming from the other person, okay? This is what I'm getting out of Kate as well. You're thinking, oh my God, this person is the refreshing energy I've been needing. This person is asking me all the questions that's that's giving. Um, depth and meaning to the conversation we're having. This person is doing this. But what I want you to understand is that you're creating the meaning around everything that's happening in your life. So this connection is equally forming not only off the behavior and how of what's happening with that other person, but equally off the perception that you're forming around what's happening. And you're feeling connected to something that is like well, wow, this is what I desire. This is what I want. The thing is, is a lot of us, we, we're, this is a simple misconception just because we're not aware of what's actually going on internally. What's really happening is we're creating the meaning. We're giving ourselves the feeling, okay? Our meaning that we're creating around what's happening with this person is what is giving us the feeling that, of juiciness and desire and enjoyment. They're not giving us that feeling. We are processing something in that way that's giving us that feeling, but what we're actually thinking is happening that's not happening is this person is bringing the excitement into our life. We are the ones that are having that reaction, we created that excitement, but the external like stimulus was that individual. Okay, so hopefully, this all wraps up and makes sense at the end, but just come along with me on the ride, okay, and remember. Just take what resonates and let leave behind what doesn't, okay? It's just like you don't have to agree with everything I'm saying. Um, I just want to share what the internal uh, monologue and the internal kind of tweaks that are going on inside when you're making a connection with somebody else. So the key point I want to get across here is that there's generally this idea of you're getting this from the other person. Like when you're around this person, you always feel so good, okay? You're falling in love with how they make you feel okay and that's not correct though because you're thinking they make me feel this but you are actually the one making yourself feel this way okay that's important very important to distinguish because that is going to be the game changer here in whether you have a honeymoon life or just honeymoon phases that end <laughs> and that plateau and dissolve and then suddenly you're trying to find that honeymoon phase again so this is how these connections are formed. It's this desire. It's this, wow, this, this is what I'm getting in this relationship. And that's how it should be. Okay. You're here for your feeling. You're here for your life. You're here to focus on how you feel and it through connecting to what feels good for you and acknowledging that and honoring that you're, you're going to go where the good feeling takes you. And that's going to lead you into a good life, okay? It's going to be, if you follow the good feelings, you're going to have a good time. But it's so funny because the the programming so many of us have been subjected to through how we've been raised, we actually repress ourselves. Like we actually lock away the good feelings we could have because we don't realize we're the ones in control of it all. We are just processing everything through this external lens thinking, these people make me feel this way. This situation is making me feel this way blah, blah, blah. We don't realize we're the ones making ourselves feel all the time. Our perception is creating that meaning and that feeling that we're, we're um, embracing in our everyday lives. So connection has been formed. Okay. You're focused on what is so good about this person. That's how all initial connection, like the interest is sparked because there's a desire for something more. There's a desire for something that you haven't Experienced in a while, so it there is a for there is a spark of wow. Like there's so many good things that can come from this. So we're focused on the good, the aspects that we perceive to be good in the other person. Okay, we're like, oh, I love how outgoing this person is. I love how um, understanding and honest this person is. I love how loyal they are. I love when they do this. We're focusing on all of these things that we really enjoy. And these qualities that we really enjoy about this person. So we've got this focus on what we want, okay? So that's how all beginnings happen with a relationship and connection. Because if it wasn't, you wouldn't be interested in building a connection with somebody if your first impression was something you didn't want, okay? That's why they say first impressions are important. And look, first impressions are important to a point, but really... Um, the way that you're really going to understand, like the truth of where somebody is at in their life, which who are you to judge where somebody's at, um, and basically the truth of where uh, whether there's a really going to be a, a good a connection there that's going to be um, what do you call it a connection that's going to enhance your life or it's going to feel good is not really in the first impression, it's in knowing who you are because in the more that you know yourself and who you are and the more that you understand every aspect of who you are instead of repressing parts of who you are, the more you're going to understand everybody around you and first impression, like what somebody says, what what an opinion someone has, it's not going to mean as much to you. But generally speaking, first impressions matter in this day and age because people will hold you to that first judgment they made of you But that's nothing to do with you again. So it's really, I want you to think about what I'm saying through how it applies to you. It's not about what anyone else thinks of you. That's not something you can control. What you get to control is how you perceive others and therefore how you also perceive yourself. So yeah, you wouldn't be forming a connection with somebody unless it was like they, they got your attention in the way that you had a positive response and you're like, I desire that. That's how the connections formed, okay? From there... What's going to happen is as the relationship develops, what tends to happen is people fall in love with ideas of other people. You know, we're not really seeing the realistic truth because you know what else we tend to do? We tend to pedestal things. And what I mean by that, in fact, I might do a whole episode on the pedestal effect. It's a really cool concept that I learned in a neuro-linguistic programming course I did a couple of years ago now. Um, It's a really cool concept to discuss because we all do it. We pedestal. So we we kind of see like, oh, this person's so great at this. And in kind of doing so, we also equally... Also, there's an insinuation that we're not so good at what they're good at. And it's almost like the pedestal effect really is just this comparison kind of act that we unknowingly always process through. We're always comparing ourselves to others and then trying to measure our worth next to other people. It's a very interesting thing because um, this process is not really, in my opinion, based in any form of reality that I would want to be a part of because what ends up happening is you aren't seeing truth. You're not seeing things clearly because in reality – there is no measure to your worth and there is no one better or worse than you. That's just what we've made up when, as we create meaning in our lives. But generally speaking, we tend to pedestal people that are bringing out that we think are bringing out these feelings, which really, as I said, we're doing that. We're actually bringing out these feelings ourselves through our perception, but we think that they're bringing out the feelings for us. So we're falling in love with how this person makes us feel. And in that process, we tend to pedestal them um, and think, well, look at all this amazing person. They're so this, they're so that, like I need this person. And in doing so, we demean ourselves and we give away, we're unknowingly giving away power because... We don't think we have the thing that we think we're getting from them. We don't realize that we're the ones giving ourselves this beautiful experience because the real, like the purest moments in life are just when you're seeing everything through love. So when you're connecting with people, you're seeing the positive aspects of them. You're seeing them for who they really are. And when you're seeing other people for who they really are, you're also seeing yourself for, for who you are. Like you're experiencing these beautiful, uh, emotions of what it feels like to really be at one with the universe because you're like, wow, this person's amazing, this, this and this, and that's going to of course feel good because that's actually the, that's actually where, when you're most aligned with who you really are, because who you really are is somebody who understands that everything is love, you know? Um, so we've just got, as I said, this meaning and these meanings and ideas we've created that kind of draw us away from that. And we actually lock away the love that we could just be giving all the time to everything because of the meaning and the way that we have been taught to experience. We're like, oh, this person's selfish. And when you're thinking of somebody as selfish, you're actually resisting your own love because you're not going to be able to feel good. When you're perceiving somebody else as selfish, simply because in doing so, you're resisting who you really are. Because the, the aligned, like who you truly are knows that everyone is just existing how they are and doing what they're doing and they all have their own reasons and intentions and there's always meaning and reason for everything happening. But we have this idea around, again, like, oh, this is the correct way to live. This is the incorrect way to live, which is actually not true at all. There is no incorrect or correct way to live. There's certainly the rules of society that as human beings, we've collectively decided this is this is okay and this isn't. But when you really look at this as a whole big picture, there truly is nothing right or wrong. That's just rules and ideas that we've created. So when you're perceiving somebody in a negative light, you cannot perceive yourself in a positive light at the same time. And that's why it doesn't feel good. It's not because the person that you're perceiving is bad. It's because you're thinking the person's bad. That's actually causing that discomfort and resistance within yourself. So in those moments, you're resisting your own love. You're resisting your own real truth. You're resisting who you really are. And this is what starts to happen. So As relationships progress, what we've usually unknowingly done is we've fallen in love with ideas about people, okay? We have fallen in love not with the truth of who they are, the true full nature of the whole capacity of this human being, this loving, hating, happy, sad, angry, inspired, um, graceful, clumsy human being. We don't fall in love with the whole thing. We don't because guess what? We don't even, most of us don't even love ourselves the, the whole way. We love ourselves when we're happy. We don't love ourselves when we're sad. We love ourselves when we're inspired. We hate ourselves when we're angry. We reject ourselves in so many ways internally. So we actually don't usually see the truth of who somebody is because we reject the own truth of who we are because we, again, have been taught that this is not right and this is right. So. You're not seeing clearly the, the whole human being that's there. That human being that's so inspiring to be around also gets angry and they get mad sometimes. That human being that's so spontaneous is also very forgetful and they sometimes won't rock up to things that you've planned and you're a planner. Uh, that person that's really, really caring also... Um, doesn't seem to remember you a lot of the time there's times where it's like well did they even think of me so we again as I said we just all have these internal processes of like I'm going to extend love here but now I'm going to withhold it because that's the best thing to do because this person is bad right now so in the beginnings we're not seeing the truth of who somebody is because most of us don't even see the truth of who we really are and we don't even accept the full humanness, the full capacity of ourselves. So if you can't accept the full capacity of who you are, you you won't be able to accept the full capacity of who someone else is. So now what's happened is you've fallen in love with an illusion. You've fallen in love with the idea of all the good qualities of somebody and you're blind almost to the negative qualities of this person because you're repressing the negative qualities. You're not seeing them because you don't even see them within yourself. And this is why it's so funny because a lot of the time what you'll find that people get really triggered about and people will go, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, is the very things that they themselves do. But the thing is, it's not possible for them to see that they do the very things that piss them off because they've actually repressed that side of who they are. Like they don't want to see that because they can't accept that part of themselves and therefore they can't accept that part of you either. That's why you'll get um, people having responses to you like, you're this, you're that, you should do that, you should do this. The truth of the matter is they just can't see that they've also got all of those aspects and dimensions within themselves as well because if they were to see that they are the thing that they're ashamed of, that would be a catastrophe to the identity that they've created around who they think they are. And that's why this, this like, you know, this, I guess people say like inner work or personal development or whatever the fuck you want to call it, basically getting to know who you really are. That's why it can be a bit of a scratchy rough process because there's going to be moments where the veil drops and the illusion and the bullshit that you've been thinking, you go, fuck, that wasn't true. But the thing is it's totally okay And I think that that's why I love to talk about the first aspect to like really looking inwards and like changing how you think about things is knowing that there's no blame. There's no way to blame. There's no one to blame. There's no one at fault. That can allow you to laugh at these things. When the veil drops, you can go, oh God damn, it's so simple. I should have seen it, but it's okay you didn't because that powerful experience of the veil dropping is what creates the connection to the moment itself. So you needed to go through the experience where you were perhaps whatever you, we we would say like ignorant to it before but that ignorance was also beautiful because it creates that oh, moment where now you're connected to what exists what's really there so what's going to happen is okay time goes on and now as time goes on um this is now your new level like your new normal this relationship okay so um and as it, this really ties into what I was talking about with the pedestal effect so it kind of feels like you're leveling up. So when you've met this person, you've had this, oh, oh my God, I love this about this person moment. It kind of feels like you've leveled up, so to speak, because that's how you're experiencing life through like the idea of what's good is going to come tomorrow. It's it's coming in the future. As long as I can know that something better is happening tomorrow, I can be happy today. So that's the kind of perspective. It's like, Wow. This person's going to bring in better tomorrows. It's almost like that's what we attach to a lot of our relationships. So in the moment where you meet the person, it's going to feel like you leveled up, okay? And that's where you're like, wow, this person, this. And you're like, again, you're really just seeing... Um, all the good aspects, you, you're not noticing that they're a human being just like you. You know, you're kind of separating yourself from them and going, they've got all these amazing qualities and blah, blah, blah. And you're not realizing that you guys are equally the same. Um, so yeah, again, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be attaching how you feel to them. And with time, that becomes their responsibility. Like in your mind, It kind of becomes their responsibility to make you feel good. Because in the beginning, that was how you were experiencing the relationship. You were experiencing it as these people, this individual makes me feel so good. And that becomes that new level. So now, whether you know it or not, it's become an unconscious expectation for you that you're going to feel good around this person. And as the relationship progresses the humanness leaks through. And what I mean by that is the truth seeps out and you can no longer pretend um, that this person's perfect. Like now you're seeing their anger come out at times, you're seeing the humanness come through. But because most of us reject that humanness within ourselves, we begin to reject the other person and think, well, this person's not good for me because they have this issue, this issue and that issue. So if I stay around this person, suddenly they're not so good for me anymore. And again, that's because we're always running away from what we think is bad, certain states, certain emotions and trying to grasp heavily onto what we think is good. And this is exactly what's playing out in our relationships. And this is why I will say time and time again, that your relationship with any other human being is literally your relationship to yourself. That is it. It is literally your relationship to yourself. Where you cannot accept yourself is where you will not be able to accept others. And where you won't be able to, where you don't accept others is where you'll feel discomfort and where you'll end up rejecting, well, You think you're rejecting another person or you're doing what's good for them and you, but really you're just still rejecting yourself over and over again. And this is why the honeymoon phase ends because eventually what happens is the humanness comes out and you see that they're just like you, but because you don't accept those parts of yourself and you, you attached that they, like you didn't, you didn't even know you did this, but you thought they were going to change your life. You thought that they had the power to change your life, but you're the only one with the power to change your life always. You're the only one. You are the creator of your experience. Nobody else has more power in your life and in your quality of life than you, but we all tend to attach that this other person is gonna be the thing, the thing that takes me where, like, to the edge, the thing that does it, the thing that moves me, out of this place that I was in before where I wasn't having these connected conversations, where I wasn't feeling spontaneous. Like I feel free around this person and it's because of them. But we've missed the point. It was because of us. It was because in that moment, it was our perception that shifted. When we met that person, we saw the beauty of who they were. We were seeing truth. We were seeing the truth of ourselves through them, that we are this incredible, worthy Always, always worthy, no matter what person. And that was the feeling that we wanted. And that feeling is always accessible to us, regardless of who's around us. But we have attached it to this relationship. And more more specifically, we have attached it to the fact that we think this person's giving us that feeling. This is the biggest fallacy. This is where we have fucked up people We think that's coming from outside of us. We think the thing that we want is outside of us. It is not. It is inside of us. And if we knew that and we could hold that and we were aware of the fact that we were the ones creating it, you now see that the honeymoon phase never has to end. You're the one creating it. It's not up to the other person to act a certain way, to be a certain way for you. You want them to be themselves. Truly, that's what you really want. But the problem is that when the humanness starts to come through and you see that they're just like you with all of the same things that you think are problems, this is a huge opportunity. This is an, a moment where you could learn to love yourself and realize that it's all okay. But what a lot of us do is we we tend to put up walls there and we create more resistance and we, we refuse to accept ourselves and therefore we refuse to accept that person. And then you'll hear things like, that person just wasn't good for me. That person just this, that person just that. It was never to do with that person, ever. It was always to do with you. But as the time goes on, our shift, our focus shifts. This is the real kicker here, okay? It's our focus that's shifting because we start to see, oh, okay, that person, It's not. they're not as perfect as I originally thought. Like, they're not as good of a communicator as I originally thought. Like oh, maybe what I first thought of them wasn't true. And then we end up questioning what was true, which was that they were a beautiful human being and that everybody is in their own way. And that doesn't mean you have to like get along with everybody and like not in the sense of like, you don't have to like agree and, you know, tick everyone's box. We're not here to all be the same people. We're here to see the difference and celebrate it. And you can actually completely disagree with somebody and still see them in the place of such love. Because guess what? When you're seeing somebody in love, you're seeing yourself in love and that's what makes it feel like a honeymoon. That's what makes life feel like a honeymoon people. It's that state of being that you crave. It isn't another person. It's you. This whole time what you've been craving has been there inside of you. It's that perception that you have the power to mold that you have with your intention, the ability to create, connect and experience that perception is what you're wanting to. That's that, that, that's what you want your perception. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the honeymoon phase ends simply because your focus will shift because as I said, we are like waves and we are pulses. We are waves. We are not stagnant. We can't just lock in and stay the same on something. We are waves. So you're going to go through the waves and those waves are humanness. That's a human experience, the full range and diversity of emotion And then you're going to see, oh my God, this person just like me, they're not all the great things that I thought they were. And what we do is instead of questioning the bullshit we believe about them, like, oh, they're this, this, and this, which is what we believe about ourselves. Like, oh, I'm selfish when I do this, or I'm not a good person when I do that. All of that's bullshit. Instead of questioning that, we question where we thought someone was good. And we go, oh, maybe they weren't as good as I thought they were. And we question that. We question the truth and we let the lies keep building and now we hate ourselves even more because the fact that we've now rejected this person is also a sign of rejection of ourselves because we're actually rejecting certain aspects that we think are them that are actually within us that we cannot face because we cannot accept ourselves for the full capacity of who we are and that's why the honeymoon phase ends because we have attached that They make us feel good. We don't realize that we're the ones making us feel good. And then when we see the whole truth of who they are, we stop feeling good and we think it's because of them. We think that they're withholding the good feeling from us, but we are withholding it from ourselves. And then we keep focusing on what they're doing wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, this person's not doing this. And even when they do, even if you tell them, hey, you need to act like this, be like this, do this, this, and this. And even if they comply with you, it's never going to be enough because it. until you can accept the full capacity of the, who you are and love every aspect of who you are and see the truth of who they are, it doesn't matter what they fucking do for you because you're still putting your energy into the lies of this person's wrong here. This person needs to be like this for me. So we're actually self-inflicting the painful emotional experience we're having through the meaning that we are creating about this other person. And this is usually the natural development of a relationship. We start by focusing on the good, but we're focusing again, we're focusing on the good, 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 not seeing the reality because we pedestal things. So we're not really seeing the reality. We're just seeing um, what we wish would just exist all of the time, which it is not possible because You can't have good without bad people. That's the whole component of like the yin yang. You can't have one thing without the other. You can't have happiness without sadness. You can't have joy without a bit of despair. That's how it works. You can't just cancel one thing out. So if you want somebody that's like so loving and caring, you also have to realize that they're also going to have the equal aspects of selfishness inside of them. And that is okay. That doesn't need to be eradicated. That's human experience. And with that acceptance, you love everything about everyone all of the time. And then you're in the honeymoon life, baby. The honeymoon phase is always. So I hope that made sense. Um, I hope you enjoyed my little chat here and I hope you really got to see again like how I see how I'm seeing things it's so cool to realize that there's nothing you need to fix about yourself there's nothing wrong with other people and through that self-acceptance and self-love that you can give to yourself you will, you will naturally build deeper, more intimate connection. And like things will be more real, like, because that is the truth. The truth is love people. It's not all the bullshit that you believe about others. It's negative and yourself. That's not true. Like that's just a perception that's causing you to contract. That's the contractive feeling. It's the perception, not the person. And yeah, and that's why it's really cool when you have these experiences where you're around people and you're rejecting certain parts of who they are, if you can see past that and realize it's not about the other person, it is always about you, that is where you have such an incredible opportunity to learn more about yourself and transcend something and kind of turn a negative into a positive because... A negative always comes from a positive and a positive always comes from a negative. Like you can't have one without the other. So how exciting is that? So if you want the honeymoon phase to last forever, (laughs) um, to be your life, you know, and your relationships to just get better and better and not worse and worse, it's up to you to intentionally create that. It's up to you to be intentional about your focus and intentional about the story that you're writing about everything. Be intentional about the meaning that you're creating about everything. You have that power and you have that ability to do what I'm saying. You are the creator of your life. You are the creator of your relationships and everything around you is simply a reflection of your relationship to yourself. So yeah, that's it guys. That's a wrap. I think I've taken you on that journey with me today and I'm really looking forward to hear what you guys think of this episode Because it's really the message underlying this is so simple. It's actually nothing that we ever are looking for is actually complicated, which is why we miss it a lot of the time. Because we're looking for something complex because we've pedestaled it and we think it's higher up than us or it's further away. But that's not true. It's actually very simple. It's very simple little things. Simple shifts can change our lives so much. So with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so glad you pushed play and I hope you got so much juice from today's episode. Start applying all the tools and techniques that resonated with you so you can continue to embrace who you really are, one new action and belief at a time. If you're loving the podcast, be sure to leave a review. Every month I select one person who has rated my podcast and shared it on their social media to join me for a complimentary human design reading podcast episode. Make sure you let me know when you share the podcast so I get your entry. Now go enjoy your day or night wherever you are, I can't wait for next week's episode.